Hi, you guys. It is your girl, Pretty Girl Peeps, and I am back with episode number two of the PGP Project. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened and everyone who has gave feedback on the first episode. I really appreciate it even more than you know. So we're back for episode two. If you have not listened to episode one yet, you want to make sure you go back at some point and do that simply because um, episode one just gave a brief introduction of who I was as Pretty Girl Peeps and kind of what the episodes are going to be about. So if you haven't gotten a chance to check that out, you want to make sure you do that as well. So today's episode is called Fire in Paradise. And um, today's episode is pretty much going to be based around the Fire Festival documentary that has been hitting social media, regular life, the marketing world, the business world. It's been hitting a little bit of everything like crazy. Um, So if you are familiar, um, it is actually on Hulu and it is actually on Netflix. I did not see the Hulu version, but I saw the Netflix version and that was enough for me. So just to give you guys a little bit of background, hopefully you've already seen it. The Fire Festival um, was a, excuse me, a music festival that was supposed to be taking place in the Bahamas. Um, The people who were supposed to be putting it on were Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule, aka I believe his real name is Jeffrey Atkins. That's going to be crazy if I'm right. Um, I'm a music nerd, so I really might be right on that one. Um, Pretty much they were putting together this fire festival and the fire festival was supposed to be a music concert. It was supposed to be a once in a lifetime experience where you got this vacation that you couldn't typically get normally. It was supposed to be a little bit higher than Coachella, you know, because you were going to be getting these musical performances. You were going to be getting this trip. You were going to be in flued out or flown out. I know some people don't like flued out, flown, flued out. You were going to get, you know, all these perks and all these benefits for participating in the fire festival. And then it just looked, it was going to look pretty cool for you to be a part of the fire festival. So Billy and Ja Rule kind of got together and they decided, you know, marketing is important. Promotion is important. They decided that they were going to actually fly down to the Bahamas. They were going to take these gorgeous models and social media influencers and they were going to record a promo video. So in the promo video, the girls are seen like frolicking, you know, all over the beach, frolicking throughout the bars. They're chilling. They're having a good time. It looks like something you feel like you want to be a part of or, you know, you have FOMO, fear of missing out. So it's kind of to entice that FOMO within you. Like if you're not there, you're going to be missing out on all these beautiful women, all these social media influencers, you know, being able to take pictures with them, being able to have a good time. And so what happened was they created the video, which, like I said, was kind of to spawn this quick reaction of, hey, I want to be there. Hey, I need to be there. I need to be there because it seems so cool. It seems so fun. And not only did they do that, they got the influencers involved because Each of these influencers, once they got back, they had everybody post right before they started selling tickets because they had tickets. They had um, regular tickets. They had tickets where you could get like a cabana. You could get a tent. You could get a villa. They had like all these vacation packages that you could get. Blink-182 was supposed to be there. Some other artists were supposed to be there. Yeah. So pretty much once they got back and everything was kind of set to... Everything was kind of set to take place. They had the influencers on Instagram each post like an orange box and nobody knew what this orange box stood for. So it was kind of like, oh, my God, what's going on? You know, people, especially in today's society, you want to know you want to feel like you're included. You want to know what's going on. So they had all the influencers post these orange boxes and they started posting orange boxes to kind of build up the suspense of what's going to happen. So literally, because all these influencers and because they started putting those promo videos out, Everybody started buying these packages like, okay, yes, it's on, it's on, it's on. However, before they even put these packages out, 
Billy and Billy and Ja Rule didn't have really anything outside of the marketing part put together. They didn't have these acts booked. They thought they had what they wanted to have set up in the Bahamas. Turns out they couldn't even get bathroom and they, there wasn't going to be enough room on the particular first island for the amount of people that they wanted there. So fast forward, they go to the second island. Second Island still isn't going to be able to accommodate as many people. They really haven't been planning right, you know, and it just seems like it's going down the drain very quickly. However, Billy, instead of, you know, tucking his tail in and figuring it out, he decides he's going to come up with another way to make money, you know, and I'm nothing. I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur myself. I have nothing against making more money, nothing against figuring out other streams of income. I personally say go for it. I personally think it's a great idea. However, he winded up starting like a credit card company, something of that, that nature, so people could pay for the trip through the credit card and people could go on these dinners and these trips and things. Again, FOMO. FOMO will make people buy something so quick, the fear of missing out. If people think your product is cool and they want to post it and they want people to know about it, people are going to buy it just for the fear of missing out. So all this improper planning was taking place. Um, even when they got down to the Bahamas, you know, the different people they were supposed to be working with, there were no payments being sent through. There was no deposits being made. They started having people work on these tents around the clock, work on everything around the clock. And it just, it was falling apart at the seams, pretty much. It was like a cluster, you know what, I'm not going to say that word on here. And Billy just was like, we're going to just keep going. And somewhere at this point, Ja Rule has like totally disappeared. I don't even know where Ja Rule went at this point in the documentary but he was gone so what really messed me up is at this point they realized they were going down in flames and they needed more money so they started upping the packages that people could buy making people put money on their cards but guess what they hadn't booked anything the villas they hadn't booked the restaurant they didn't book the catering they didn't have the water together the water <laughs> we'll come back to that but to me, it was just crazy because it's just like, how are you issuing a check that you don't have the money in the bank for? So I feel like you're giving people all these promises and you can't even live it out. And to me, that's just not good customer service. What also wasn't good customer service is people started to ask questions because people are like, I haven't gotten an itinerary. I haven't gotten my flight information. What the heck is going on? They started on the Instagram page, not even answering people after they were like reaching out. And I thought that was super bold. Like as an entrepreneur, especially when stuff is going down fast, you need to be reassuring people's fears. You need to be making people feel like they're still going to have the time of their life. And that's not how people were feeling. And this literally was maybe like two months to a month out from the event actually happening. So I don't know if you've ever went on a trip. Like you want to know what you need to bring. You want to make sure you got your travel itinerary. You know where you're coming in. You know if you need to book, you know, transportation to the hotel, to the resort, whatever. You want to know all those different things. But what they started doing was they started erasing people's messages so people couldn't see it. Instead of somebody just, you know, one person being the spokesperson and issuing, you know, hey, we messed up. This isn't going to be able to happen. Let us give you a refund or let us downgrade to this. Here's what's really going to happen. You know, because eventually what started happening was Billy didn't know when to gracefully bow out because the tents weren't being made fast enough. The tents looked like poop. The tents were getting rained on. There was so much bad stuff going on. And Billy's like, no, let's just do it. They're still going to have a great time. You know, remember Woodstock X, Y, and Z. And it was just like, he didn't know when to gracefully bow out. So then what started happening was 
people on the resort started sending in pictures. People within his camp started sending in pictures to ruin him. And that's another thing when you aren't treating your team right. You got to make sure you're treating your team right. Because your team will turn on you if you're treating them like trash. And Billy has started treating the team like trash. So somebody, you know, kind of counteractively went after him. So another point in this is somebody has to say no on the team. Somebody, when the team is falling, when the team is going down, somebody has to be the adult in the room and say, hey, this is stupid. This isn't going to work. And it feels like everybody who was trying to tell Billy, like, Billy, this is stupid. Billy, let's stop. Billy, don't do it. He didn't want to listen. He was too greedy. He had it in his mind. He had this vision. It was going to come to pass. He didn't need to hear it to nobody else. So the part that tripped me out while we talk about teams was the guy, the older gentleman who said he was going to take one for the team for some Dasani water. At that point, if you have somebody about to go to somebody's office in customs and take a grown man, gargle, go to customs, take one for the team. You already know this story is going down in flames. It's going down bad. If you asking somebody to take one for the team, it is going down so horribly bad. Like, I can't even tell you guys how bad it's going if you have to ask someone to take one for the team. I think Billy, this whole time, and even Ja Rule, nobody really wanted to take accountability that this was going to be terrible. You know, the musical act started pulling out. The villas started saying, no, thank you, Snatchies. I want my villas back because you haven't paid for X, Y, and Z. You know, the influencers started getting told, you know, hey, that room that we promised you, you could have and you could take pictures in when you get here. And it's really a tent. So here's the aftermath. So pretty much, I don't want to spoil it just in case you haven't seen it. There was a lot of stuff that went wrong. A lot of stuff that went wrong. Um, Billy only got like six, seven years in jail and then came out and was still trying to stay scheming and do his little scam artist stuff. And, you know, people didn't get paid. You know, these people had this bogus trip that they paid thousands of dollars for, which another thing, I where, where did all these college age kids get these thousands of dollars from? I just don't understand. When I was around that age of college, I was happy to get a trip, trip to Miami. Okay. Okay. All right. And I'm just like, where were y'all getting this kind of money to go to the Bahamas all inclusive, put $8,000 on this card. And, but hey, that's a whole nother story. So pretty much the reason why I chose this as a topic is because I feel like there's a couple of different lessons that can be learned within this situation for entrepreneurs and for influencers. You know, I'm a micro influencer right now, but one day I do hope to get to influencer level. And a lot of this stuff I feel like is going to affect me as well. So the first lesson I'm going to talk about deal with influencers. So the first thing I feel like with influencers, this is why it's so important to have contracts in place. If you're going to have me putting my face out here and be in the face of this brand, I need to make sure your stuff is legit. We need to have a contract in place saying what you are required of me to do. None of that had taken place. And then I need to know what I'm risking. If you about to put together a poop show and not really perform and not really do what you're telling these people you're going to do. I need to know that because now my name is on the line. Now my accountability to my tribe, to my community is on the line because now I'm a part of this craziness. So now everybody side eyeing me when I post some toothpaste because I didn't set y'all up to go on this trip around the world and this trip around the world didn't even happen. So now you're looking at me sideways. So I didn't know until I saw the documentary that that's why the OTC and social media were cracking down with the new rules to where you have to put sponsored and you had to put ad so that you're being honest and you're being truthful to your followers that what you're talking about or what you're posting is a promotion. So people can kind of choose to still rock with it because it's a promotion or they could be like, no, I'm good because I don't really know what's going on. 
I think another thing it kind of taught business owners is be careful about who you collab and who you partner with. Ja Rule didn't really know this Billy McFarlane kid from off the street and decided to slap his name on his collaboration with him. He didn't do his car facts. He didn't, you know, research what this guy was really about. And it was a lot of people in this movie who had faith in Billy because the lady, I can't think of her name, but she was cashing Billy out and giving him money based on how good he was talking. His wordplay was immaculate, okay? But that's something you really want to be careful with who you're out here collabing and partner partnering with. Just because a person got good cloud on social media or, you know, you've heard, oh, they do this, they do that. You need to go behind the scenes, have an actual business meeting, make sure this person's on their stuff. Before you put your money into any type of collaboration, you need to make sure that's beneficial for both of you guys and your name and your good name will stay the same. Lastly, well, no, actually, I got two more. I was going to forget about that. The employees always have a backup plan. Always keep your receipts. Always, you know, do your best. And, you know, sometimes you got to pull your boss to the side and be like, hey, I don't think that's going to work. Because in the end, everybody lost their jobs, you know, behind Billy, lost their credibility. Some of the people were even losing money. That's another thing. You got to know when to be like, no, when it comes to your job, like if your safety is being infringed, your finances are being infringed, your livelihood is being infringed, you have to do favors, you have to take one for the team, like the designing situation, you may need to look around the room and say, hey, this ain't for me. Let me go apply for something. Let me figure something else out. Um, the next one would be the people in the Bahamas. The lesson learned with that is you always need to have a contract and you always need to get deposits. These people still to this day have not been paid. I think the lady over the restaurant, they started to go fund me for her. So hopefully sooner or later, she'll be getting paid something. But you got to have contracts in place. Contracts, money, deposits, at least a half, at least a third. So you get something or so you can stop serving if you need to stop serving. That was the lesson that I think was learned with that. And then lastly, with Billy in general, I think Billy and most entrepreneurs need to realize if you're overselling and under delivering, that's horrible, that's bad. But if you're underselling and over delivering, that's good. Billy oversold the mess out of this festival to not only himself, like Billy believed this in his head. That's the crazy part. Billy believed in his head that this was, this was gonna work out and it was gonna work out well. Billy oversold this not only to himself, not only to his employees, not only to the investors, not only to these people, he oversold it to the world. Okay, and he under delivered like a mug. They had what ham sandwiches for eight thousand dollars. You mean to tell me I got a ham sandwich and I got to fight people for a tent for eight thousand dollars? That's under delivering like a mug. Okay, and I'm so passionate about this, I guess, because you know, as a future influencer and as a serial entrepreneur, your name is everything, your brand is everything. The way people look at you and the way people look at your brand is so important. And that's why I think these lessons are very important to learn, like always having a contract, being truthful, being honest, knowing when to step back, knowing when to take accountability, knowing when to tell the people on your team no, knowing when to not take one for the team. All that's important, personally. So those are the things I took from the Fire Festival. If you have not checked it out, it is available on Netflix, the documentary that I watched. Um, from my understanding, that's more from the employees perspective and like the people in Bahamas perspective. The one on Hulu supposedly is more from Billy's perspective. So I haven't seen that one yet because Billy just seemed trash, you know, so take it what it take from that what you will. But tell me what you guys thought about um, this particular episode. So that that was a topic. 
of fire in paradise. So how can you put out a fire, you know, that you've created? Sometimes you got to take, you know, your tail from up under you and be like, hey, I'm wrong. I messed up. And that's a crazy thing. Like to this day, Billy still has not admitted that he was wrong. He has not apologized. He has not given people their money back. Billy out here is still living like it's the gravy train. And that's so crazy to me. But that was the topic I wanted to talk about today because it's really current, really up to date, something hopefully everyone has watched um, at this point. Okay. So going on to the next segment. Next segment is going to be my diary of an image cultivator segment. So I just want to talk about a couple of things that have happened recently since the last time I talked to you guys. So one of the really big and exciting things is I finally hit 3,000 followers on Instagram or 3K, Andre 3 Stacks, however you want to say that. So I'm really appreciative if you're listening to everyone who has followed me, is following me, going to tell a friend to follow me on Instagram at Pretty Girl Peeps. I appreciate it. It's not as easy as people think getting people to actually follow you and stay engaged like you could get people to follow you could get the little hair stores to follow you the little hair companies you could get random people who got two followers but you really want people who are going to engage with you and that's what i've been seeking and i've been gaining so far as like people who actually want to engage with me the other thing in diary image cultivator of course is what you're listening to the pgp project this is still relatively new this is only the second episode so again if you have not heard the first episode i want to make sure you go back and you actually listen to the first episode Next thing is my Valentine's Day lookbook photo shoot with Amazing. So just to give you guys a little backstory on that, I actually shot with um, Charlie G. Um, she's a really famous influencer out of the Detroit area. Um, super cool. Follow her if you aren't already. She took my pictures under the name Backdrop Charlie. Uh, me and her have an amazing chemistry. So they showed in the pictures. Um, pretty much I did the creative direction and picked the locations. Charlie made the magic with the pictures i did the styling and picked all the outfits did my own hair my own makeup jackie chan do my own stunts so um that photo shoot went really really well um if you are an influencer i will say you know even if you can't invest in an actual photographer like have your boo have somebody take really good you know content for you because visuals if you really want to take it seriously they're like your calling card and your resume so that's super important another thing that's been going on with the diary of an image cultivator is just I am bringing more time management and more strategy not only into my business but only into but also into my personal as well so that's something that I think everybody should kind of think about in 2019 it's like how do you strategically want to move how do you want to use time management to move and all of those things so yeah then as far as like what I'm watching, what I'm kind of intaking right now, last time I talked about TV shows, so this time I'm going to talk about movies. The last really good movie I personally saw, I would say, was Aquaman. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it was really good to me. It was surprisingly, very shockingly good. Um, if you got Kitties, Hotel Transylvania 3 was pretty good. Um, movies I'm looking forward to are The American Soul by... Um, the movie about Don Cornelius's life that'll be coming out shortly. A movie I need to actually see that I keep hearing about is If Bill Street Could Talk. So if you've seen that, let me know what you thought about it. Um, I also recently saw um, the Klansman movie, um, the Spike Lee movie. I can it's I saw that recently, so it took it a long time to pick up. But towards the end, that movie was really really good. But at first, it really took a long time to really pick up. But if you haven't seen it, I do suggest checking that one out. 
as far as music i know last time i said i really didn't have any new collections of work that i had listened to however i do have a couple of songs i do want to um, shout out and a couple of albums that i was able to take a listen to so right now my favorite song is ariana grande seven rings really like it a lot um if you're into pop you'll like it as well um i really like tropicana by this life we lead um he is a rapper out of flint michigan my hometown and um you can download the song on spotify itunes the song is like really cute really sexy if you're into that whole thing so definitely check that out now as far as complete bodies of work i'm going to talk about three so the first one i'm going to talk about is big crit um he has a new body of work i think it's called tdt and i really like it because it's like an old school vibe with like a really con consistent cadence really consistent topics um so i think it's really good if you're like going to be cruising in a car or just chilling got your candles going at the crib um i really like the energy song it has a jill scott sample so i really really like that um i really like there's a song called pick yourself up and i feel like it's really a motivational song like my husband is super into big crit currency stuff like that pretty much like motivational writing music so that's kind of why i got into that type of music so um i think if that's your thing if you like the really southern rap with the really cool vibes you'll like it there were a lot of ugk influences i feel like on this um i, I want to call it an ep because there's only about eight songs i don't know what's up with people making these albums eps with only like eight songs but it only had eight songs on it um next is dreezy's product project which is called uh, big Dreez. so dreezy to me is one of the most slept on female rappers of like all times i love her cadence i love that she can talk about different subjects and switch it up i also love that she can sing she had a couple of features on the album um jeremiah jacques who else was on there? Jeremiah. Did I already say Jeremiah? Offset and Cash Dow. Um, but yeah, and this was another short one. This one only had like 10 tracks on it. So I said I liked about 70%. You're not going to like every track on a 10 track piece of work. But I definitely say track, check it out. You know, if you like the kind of Chicago flow, kind of faster. You know, not quite as fast as Twister, but not as slow as Kanye. You should definitely check it out. Next is Summer Walker, who is an R&B act outside of, from um, Atlanta. I don't know if you're familiar with the Girls Need Love song. Anyway, she has a live recording EP with four tracks called Clear. Um, if you really like gritty, down to the soul, really bearing your feelings on the track type of music, you will like it. Um, if you're not really into that or that kind of creeps you out, you probably won't like it. Um, the song that I liked the most was called Wasted. It's like really beautiful. It's like about drinking at the bar, but drinking so much of a person. I don't know. You just got to listen to it. It's like really deep and it's like really soulful. There's a song called Grave that's a little different, but you probably have to listen to it. And she's very raw, very gritty, very say with the first thing that's on her mind. So you have to be okay with kind of hearing some curse words or hearing other words that you might not be that familiar with hearing as well. So that's kind of the Diary of an Image Cultivator for this week. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a lot of topics to talk about, but I wanted to kind of tell you guys, especially because last time I didn't have any music to talk about, I definitely want to tell you guys about those bodies of work that I checked out. I also checked out the Brooke Valentine's um, project from last year called SIP, but I feel like that's going to be more appropriate for me to talk about on the Valentine's Day podcast. So I'll save that for that. And for today's positive affirmation, 
I wanted to go a little bit more real life, real experience based and talk about it's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. So I want you guys to remember that it's not what they call you is what you answer to. So with that being said, you have the power to believe in yourself and who you are so much that you can choose who and what you want to answer to. You have the power to control your own narrative. Of course, if it aligns with God's will, that is. So a prime example of this, actually, I'm going to give you guys a couple of prime examples. The first prime example of this is Hitmaker. Did y'all know that Hitmaker, the producer on the McMill songs, on some of the the other hottest new songs that are out. Did you know that's really just Youngberg? I know, right? Mind blown. Mind blown. Hitmaker is Youngberg. He literally said, y'all not going to call me Youngberg. Y'all going to call me Hitmaker because this is going to be my new name and I'm going to speak what I want to answer to. And that is me being a Hitmaker. So he literally took this whole persona of being Hitmaker. And people were clowning him like, oh, that's just young bird, but he's hit maker. He's literally making hits for other people. And he's about to make a hit album for himself all because of what he has decided that he is going to allow people to call him. Another example is Titty boy. Y'all know who y'all remember Titty boy. Titty boy was two chains a long time ago. Two chains saying, eh, I want to change my name to two chains. Look how far he's came as two chains. And that's what he wants people to call him. Very rarely do I see 2 Chains rocking 2 Chains, but that's the name he wanted to come up with, and that's what people call him. Or the real Judy. Judy B. I can't think of what her Instagram name is right now, but she sells the Miracle Drops. She made a post just today saying, you're not going to call me this, you're not going to call me this. These are the three names that you can call me by, and that's it. She stood her ground. So I said that all to say, be careful how you allow the world to label you and how you allow it to dictate who you are and who you aren't going to be. There is life and death in the power of your tongue. There is life and death over what you let people say over you. You have to be really careful of what you allow people to call you and what you allow people to say you are or you aren't going to be. Who you allow others to box yourself into being could stunt your entire growth and who wants that like in real life who wants that nobody wants that so be very careful about realizing it's not what they call you it's what you answer to you have the life of power and death in your tongue and who you say you are if you say you i'm multi-million singing artist monifa you know you can't take somebody's name but say for instance that's your name say that make people call you that make people respect calling you that so that's my positive affirmation for today. So with that being said, this was a quick in-between episode between the first episode and the Valentine's Day Black History Month episode. So I just wanted to come back on and I really wanted to talk about the Fire Festival. That was the biggest point of today's podcast was to kind of get you guys insight on how you guys felt about the Fire Festival and then to kind of see, well, kind of talk about how I felt about the Fire Festival. So with all of that being said, make sure you follow me on Instagram. PG Pretty Girl Peeps. Make sure you go to my website, prettygirlpeeps.com. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, facebook.com backslash prettygirlpeeps. And overall, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Make sure to provide me some feedback. I'm actually using a mic on this one. I didn't use a mic on the last one. So let me know how I sound to you guys. Hope everybody's having an amazing day. Can't wait for the next episode to drop. Thank you guys for listening so much. It's your girl, Pretty Girl Peeps. Peace out.